Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thanks, y'all. What's up, life. guys, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm Frankie. And I'm Alex. And together we are FNA Van Life. This is the show where every week we bring you news from the nomadic community or interviews with other nomads so you can know what it's really like to live life on the road. And this week we got a banger for you guys. This one's going to be a little bit different than our normal format. We're going to actually be talking about this video that took us over a month to make. Yes, we are taking on the 30-day van build challenge. And you might have seen a lot of these circling around the internet. I know I've definitely seen a lot of different YouTube challenges, 30-day van build, things on Instagram. And I'm like, wow, is that even possible? So we're here to let you know if it is possible and what it takes to get it done and talk about all the things around it and what it was like for us and our experience in that 30-day van build challenge And I got to say, it was a lot to bite into. Yeah, this is definitely not something that you want to take on with a light heart. I think van builds, no matter how long they take you, are a huge job. And so trying to cram that all into 30 days, whew, that was a lot. Yeah, good luck is all I could say. Uh, (laughs) And especially in our situation, you know, we're doing this van build challenge with the fact of Alex being eight, nine months pregnant at that point, pretty much, because what is it, 10 months that it actually takes to have a baby? Yeah, so I was definitely in my last trimester. We filmed this basically through the entire month of, like, the end of August through September. It was 30 days to our due date. You know, looking back on it, I understand that it was a challenge video, but maybe we should have started 30 days before that 30-day due date, because it probably would have been a little bit easier, just, like, the abilities that you might have had and, like, the tiredness and, like, things along those lines. Well, yeah, I will say you were a trooper, though. Yeah, and also the fact that we didn't know when we were actually going to go into labor. So technically, we could have gone into the 30-day challenge. The 30th day of the challenge was my due date. And so what if I went a week early, two weeks early? Then we would have only had, you know, half the time to actually build the van. So when people are doing this 30-day van build, a lot of the time what they're doing is they're building a rig from scratch, like, uh, and they have it completely empty. It's ready to go, ready to be built in. They most likely have all the stuff already ready to go. When you're doing something like this, when you're doing a challenge like this, you really have to think about all the things before you start the challenge. Yeah, and so for us, we're working on a RV that... You know, it's a 1985 Toyota Sunraider. It's gorgeous. It's sexy. It's retro. It's all these awesome things. But it's also a really big project. And for us, because we're restoring something, what we've been finding is that every time we 
you know, pull out a wall or pull out the kitchen or whatever, or start digging into where's this wire for this outlet. We find like five other things that need to get fixed or, you know, worked on or whatever. So you're going into it thinking, okay, I just need to do X, Y, Z. But then you end up with a list from like one to 16 of all the different things to just get those couple of things done. And as much as like information that was, all I could think about was one thing Alex was talking about pulling out. And obviously we didn't do that. And that's why the baby came. Hey. <laughs> just playing. Uh, sorry, I had to segue to that real quick. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Alex is right. Like, you know, the planning process of that. And since we had the RV, um, you know, the task was much different than when we had a van. Yeah. And so actually, it's funny. I'm thinking about our the first podcast that we ever did. If you guys don't know, we're on episode like 100 and something or other. I think we're about 140 in right now. Pretty crazy. But so the very first episode was about choosing the right vehicle for your van build. So obviously, if you're taking on this 30 day van build challenge or you're thinking about it, you have the van already because it can take way more than 30 days to even just find the rig that you want to build out. Mm -hmm. And so if you want to go back to episode one, stream the entire FNA Van Life podcast from the very beginning and get all those hot tips. That's over two years of content. Crazy. Yeah, crazy. Very, yeah. very crazy. And so here's the thing is we're going to assume in this podcast right now that you already have your rig. Yes. I think and that's so, safe. Yeah. So now the next question is, well, what kind of rig is it? Because if you've got like a short top you know, Ford E350 kind of van. Your build is probably going to go quite a bit quicker, but you're also going to have to jam everything into that tiny space. Versus if you've got a 30-foot schoolie. Or a 40-foot schoolie. Woo, that is a lot of building. That's legitimately like building a whole entire house inside a little bit smaller of a space. I mean, granted, you're doing that when you build a van life van or a bus for bus life. But like for us, ring. it was like 70 square feet. Yeah, it's it's pretty tight. And so you have to like make everything in that space. But here's the thing is you don't have to buy as much materials because you have a small space. So you have to take into, into account, you know, all the materials that you're going to have to buy and how much money you're going to need for that in particular as well. Yeah. So anyways, let's just assume for this 30 day van build that you're building like a regular van, like a classic van life van, like the Promaster, the Sprinter, the Transit. We're going to not try to do a 40 foot school bus in 30 days because no. I think that from everybody that we know that's built buses, who they are a lot of work. There's a lot of like prep work to even get to the point where you're building anything. So yeah. like taking out all of the rivets, all of the screws, all of the seats, all of the gunk and like because they're all used vehicles, that right? So you're itself, cleaning up. That in itself is at least like a week to two weeks worth of work, you know, if you're working every day, all day, like morning to night. And you know? like gross work. Yeah. Like for sure. Exhausting for your body, scrubbing and screwing and like, like wait. Your your fingers are hurting on every part of your fingers, your your ankles, your back, everything from bending over, everything's just like on fire basically. When you fall asleep that night, you're gonna get the best sleep of your life because you're so damn tired. But also at the same time to wake up the next morning and then wanna do that again is like you have to be your own motivation. Yeah, I think that's probably the biggest challenge of the thirty day van build is just actually getting up and doing it 30 days in a row yeah yeah definitely one of the hardest parts of the build for sure uh and you know normal people are going to want to take at least a few days off during this build so you got to think that if you have a 30-day build 
you're not actually doing it in 30 days. You're, you're doing it in less days if you're going to get it done in that time because you're going to have things that pop up and things that you're going to have to go to. Like, for instance, Alex and I, we had to go to midwife appointments once a week uh, up until we had the baby. Yeah, and even just like... I don't know. You work so hard one day. Like, do you want a weekend? Do you want a day off? Do you want to like rest your body? Like Frank said, you're going to be exhausted. Mm -hmm. So I think for us, you know, especially being super pregnant while doing this, I mean, just generally, I couldn't really help you as much as I normally would or mm -hmm. would have liked to. Um, just because my body was doing all these other things and I was carrying so much extra weight and another human being inside of me. And so you know, my body just got so tired so quickly that like, you know, a couple hours on the job site and I was toast. Yeah, I would say like a couple times, Alex, what we would normally get done, she's about halfway through that task and just like looks at me and is like, oh, I'm so tired right now. I like I, I need this. I need to stop. You know, I need to go home. And I'd be like, all right, no problem. Let's pack up. We'll get you home. You know, Otherwise, I could technically work on it myself, but it's definitely a lot easier to have each other, especially when we're going through the filming process and all that stuff with it as well. Uh, just, you know, making sure I don't lose any tape. Yeah. <laughs> That's a big part of the video. <laughs> so, yeah, so that actually made me think even just the fact of like, where are you building? Yeah. Because we're lucky that we're staying with family and we kind of have access to like a little bit of a garage where we can store our tools and stuff and a driveway where we can have the vehicle. Um, but a lot of people don't have that. And so I think especially like um, if you guys watched some of our kind of recent a couple months ago, we stayed with Chio Aventura mm -hmm. and they have like an enclosed workshop. Mm -hmm. So come rain, come sleet, come snow, come wind, doesn't really matter because they're building their vehicle inside of a closed space, which is absolutely amazing. Can you yeah. hear the baby yeah, crying? Yeah, I can hear the baby crying in the okay. background. So Quick I'm sure pause. That can. No, no, hold on. Let her be for a second. No, she's probably going to keep going at that rate. Yeah. Okay, we're going to take a time out. We'll BRB. And we are back. Yeah, it's many hours later. <laughs> yeah, she woke up. She fed. She got a little cranky. Then we had to eat dinner. So, you know, that's just the way it goes nowadays. And we, we're just getting used to that process that we can't just get through something the first time around. It's going to take a few times to make that happen. Yeah, and we're super grateful for you guys listening to the podcast. We're doing our best. We're trying to get this content out every week. And if we miss a week, we're really sorry, but we're going to get right back to it as soon as we can, we promise. Yeah, yeah, and I know that will happen soon. It's really just about catching our stride. And, you know, talking about catching our stride, you know, it's about having the proper tools. And we're learning what those tools are. And and, you know, when you have the space and you have the tools to do things, you do much better. So coming back to this van build full around, it's all about having that space and tools, right, Alex? Yeah, for sure. And so like we were saying, Maria, Jose and Chase have this covered workspace, which is amazing because if you only have 30 days to do a van build, if one of those days or five of those days is pouring rain and you're working outside, there's no way that you're going to be able to actually work and build properly or do everything that you wanted to do on those days. Yeah, sure. You could work inside. You might have to set up a tarp. There's so many different things that you could do to like make that happen, but there's so much extra work involved in all that. And realistically, when you're working with wood too, you don't want to work in wet conditions because then you're going to build moisture in your wood. It's not going to seal properly when you do go to paint it. 
or you do go to put like, you know, any type of uh, stain or anything on it like that. So you really got to think about the conditions that you're working in too as well. And, you know, a lot of the time we don't have them. <laughs> you sound like somebody with a lot of expertise, Frank. Yeah, oh, and, and what exactly? It was, yeah, and like wood and knowing things and doing stuff. And I feel like knowing things and how to do things is another major component of getting through a 30-day van build. Oh, I see what you did there. I see what you did there. Yeah. So expertise is definitely something that you're going to need to have in a lot of these things. Otherwise, you're going to be spending a ton of time doing research while you're building stuff. Yeah, sure. You could go willy-nilly and you know do it however you want. But here's the thing is you're probably going to do it wrong then in certain cases. And it's going to take you a lot more time when you have to sit down and watch a YouTube video or phone a friend to figure out how exactly it's supposed to be done. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of the van building process is like thinking. Like we spend so much time sitting, figuring out, even just like the layout, like how is this going to work or how is this piece going to work inside of the build. Mm -hmm. And speaking of that, like, you know, in our last build, we finished, we actually made a guide and we recently got a comment about the guide, like 40 bucks for an 18 page guide. Hmm. You know, and I'm like, yeah, but think about how much work has went into that guide. We had to build the things make sure it worked, trial and error, figure out all the things that didn't work before we can make that guide. So we have months, you know, of work in that guide, not on top of writing that guide and measuring everything out properly and giving you all the measurements and exactly how we set everything up. And that way it saves you so much time and energy. So definitely go check out the guide. We'll leave it in the links in the notes below. If you want the build that we had last time, you could definitely check that out. And believe me, I swear to you, it's going to save you so much time and energy. And also it gives you another perk on top of that. And that perk is to be able to get into the discord where you could ask questions while you're building your rig. We have experts in there, people who build rigs all the time and help people build out their own rigs inside these spaces. And this is your way to get the access to that. Yeah. And I think too, like, in terms of like time versus money, that's always a question on van builds, right? Like how much time do you want to put into something or do you just want to pay somebody else or pay for the expertise or whatever it is, right? So there's always that equation that you have to think about. But in terms of the van build guide, it could actually like save you a bunch of money. Mm -hmm. There's a bunch of like discount codes, save you a bunch of time in mm -hmm. terms of like, here is the step-by-step -step Here's what you need to think about. Here's the products that you have to buy. Here's a whole list. Because that's a whole other thing. Just is like, putting together that list is crazy. And figuring out like, okay, well, if I'm doing electrical, I need this fuse and this wire and this gauge. And, th you know, it's just there's so many little bips and bops that you need to put a van together. Yeah, and if we're going to be building our rig in any way, shape, or form that we get next, like that build in any way, I'm going to be using those links myself. So I promise you I'll be using them. <laughs> I actually know for a fact I'm going to be using a handful of them already and, uh, and yeah, getting the stuff that I need right off the rip and not even have to think about the process as much as we did in the first two builds. Yeah, well, that's the other thing, too, is that we have years of experience putting these vans together. But so what I'm thinking next is that like it takes a while to get stuff mm -hmm. so like you know 30 day van build great yep. maybe 30 days of actually building but before that 30 day van build starts you're going to want to know what your layout looks like you're going to want to know all the components that you want in that layout and you're going to want to have ordered them three to six weeks in advance yeah that way you know you have everything and you can actually physically see how it lays out in the rig too as well when you have everything taped down because 
tipping it down and doing all those things are going to help you out for sure. But once you have the things in the space, you're really going to know how it works. Well, and sometimes even just to like build around things, you need to actually, you can see on a diagram like, okay, it's 15 inches wide by eight inches tall, but then you don't know that you need an extra two inches of clearance to be able to like get in there and work on it or to lift the thing or to move the thing. And or like, for the thing to even work properly. You need that extra two to four inches, maybe six inches of clearance in order for it to get the proper airflow back to it or whatever it might be. Or even having, you know, your doors set up properly for, you know, the the electrical to get airflow to it to keep it cooler. Yep, that's right. Our little baby angel is back awake and she is pooping right now. <laughs> you could probably hear her grunting a little bit. I think we're going to have to maybe resume this in another few hours when she's actually gone to sleep for the whole night all right bear with us we'll be right back we are back thank you guys so much for taking that time out with us you know it is definitely quite a bit hotter the baby's down now it's i think like almost a whole another day later or yeah is it? it took <laughs> is it 24 day? hours to put the baby to bed for the night <laughs> oh my gosh it just gets crazy around here hectic and so you know it's all about the vibe. So right now we're in a good place. We're feeling good. We're ready to go. And talking about the vibe, what's the vibe like, Alex, when we're building the van out together? So I think for you and me, it's pretty good. It's definitely stressful and it's definitely tiring. I think no matter what you're building, especially if you're trying to do like a 30 day van build challenge where you're like building like crazy and trying to get everything done and making all these decisions. And if you're doing it by yourself, you don't have to like consult with anybody, but when you're doing it with somebody else, there's a lot of like back and forth of like, well, are we going to put this here? Are we going to put that there? Are we going to spend the money on this? Which one are we going to buy? Like there's a lot of back and forth. My thought process on it is the vibe check is like, it's a day to day change. You know, like most days it's pretty good for us personally but it's day to day like if I'm extra tired or something I might be a little more cranky and you know I, I definitely take moments where I have to like apologize to Alex for you know maybe my crankiness or you know <laughs> you know what I'm saying yeah I mean I don't think either of us get that cranky and I think we have pretty good communication with each other where like when we are making all these decisions it doesn't turn into a fight really I was gonna say usually it, it really doesn't it never turns into a fight but I will say we definitely have differences in certain things. Yeah. And I think I do think that also sometimes expectations might be different between the two of us. Well, like, and so. we can definitely get short on each other, like, you know, just get it done or where, like, why isn't this happening? Or that's probably mostly me. Yeah, it's, it's mostly <laughs> Alex. But uh, I mean, listen, we Alex is the one keeping things moving forward in the sense of like, hey, we got to get this done. We got to get that done before the end of this day. And I'm like... I'm more of like the realist of like, this will get done, but it's not going to get done in a day. It's going to get done in four days. And in the beginning, a lot of the time, I I was like, oh, I think I could do this in two hours, four hours. But whenever you say that, it's always double the amount of time. And I think I've realized that now, you know, so when we were doing this 30 day build challenge, I said to Alex, you know, I think I have about a week's worth of time for electrical, you know, just to get everything all ran and set and tested and all good to go. And I feel like I was fairly on the money with that. 
Mm-hmm. And then even with the carpentry stuff, I was like, oh, I think this one, this would take two weeks and that would take another week, maybe four days for this thing, you know? So I, w- I had it all added up and I was like, we'll definitely be done within the 30 days. Yeah, but we were not. But not because of our fault. <laughs> like realistically, let's be real about it. Like we probably only worked like 12 days total on that, on that build. Yeah, but I will say that, look, we're disagreeing already, everybody. Um... So like even the so basically what happened if you guys haven't seen the video you should definitely go watch it I think it's pretty fun and funny and enjoyable it's a it's a roller coaster ride it but, is so we decided that we needed to outsource some of the welding work where we probably should have waited for that outsource until we were done with all the different things we had going on because yeah. but like it was kind of a miscommunication thing with outsourcing because when we first dropped off the rig to the welder to get the job done that he was going to do. I'm not going to give you all the details because I want you to watch some of it or if not the whole video. <laughs> but um, when we outsourced it to him, he said, oh, well, how long could I have it? And I was like, well, a week would be great. You know, if it's like a week and a half, that's fine. It turned out to be well, a lot more than that. He also told us when we dropped it off, he said, this is going to take me about four hours. Yeah. So to do the job that we asked him to do, he said, I need to order the materials. I'm going to order them tomorrow because it's too late in the day today to order them. In my mind, that means that the materials will be there in the next day or two. Yeah. And then he said, it's a four hour job. So uh, in my mind, we're dropping it off on like a Wednesday yeah. and I'll probably be able to pick it up on Monday. Yeah. And, and Monday comes around and we still have no answer and no call from him. So we would decide to reach out and he was like, oh, I'm actually not getting the materials till Wednesday. And it just, you know, it progressed. And so, like, every time we would call him, there would be another reason or excuse or whatever. And then you're like, do I go pick up the van? Do I not? Because he keeps telling me that he's about to start working on it. It's also a 45-minute drive there and a 45-minute drive back. So that's an hour and a half of travel. Um, Yeah, sure. In hindsight, now seeing it, we probably could have went and picked it up. But then he doesn't have the van to actually, like, take the measurements. And then we'd have to drive it the hour and a half back to drop it off on the day that he says that he can do it, which, like, we don't know when that's going to be. Yeah, when you're custom making stuff that he was making, you kind of need the thing to be there so that way you could see how it's going to fit and how, you know, you could utilize what's already there, Um, which he did a great job on on the job. I'm not complaining about how the job was done. It's more so the fact of, like, the communication lacked between us and him and what we kind of expected and what he knew he was like, how he was going to do it in a sense. Right. And I think that's always something that you need to think about if you are planning on outsourcing some of the build, all of the build portions of the build, there's actually a lot of kits that you can buy. Like if you really want to do a 30 day van build, you can buy like full already made cabinetry. Basically. I saw a really cool thing the other day where you basically, you like, slide the thing like the whole like pre-made van build into the build and then you like stretch the walls out and stretch the ceiling out yeah and then your build is literally done you just have to like secure it to the frame that costs a lot of money but also then you could use the rig for other things like if you wanted to use it as a uh like a construction rig i don't know if you would want to be taking it in and out i feel like it's a pretty heavy piece but i think you could still slide it in and out if you have to if you had to sure if you were selling it or say like the front of your vehicle got messed up and you needed to buy a new van just slide it out you could exactly which would be a lot harder to do if you did a custom build but i'm just saying like 
that's the time versus money. If we had done something like that, we could have for sure finished the van build in like four days. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know? of course, but we're custom making everything that's inside the rig. And, you know, we only have so many tools, which is kind of a struggle too as well. But, you know, that that's not here nor there. I knew that we could get this 30-day van build done in time, being the fact that we weren't ripping everything out. We were just fixing things that needed to be remade or sealed or whatever and make it more functional. But I will say that this is a big mistake that we made, but also that we've seen other friends like Joe and Emily make. When you're buying a camper that's already made, like an RV, especially a classic RV, you start digging and you start finding problems. And so if you're starting with something that's already kind of like framed out and you're like, oh, this is going to be quick and easy, you might have something else coming. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, so you might luck out and it might not be that way. But here's the other thing, too, of that is if you are looking to get into like the resale game, if you're not looking to like have this rig for a long period of time and you're going to live in it for a year and sell it, you know, your probably best bet is probably to build something from scratch and then you could turn around and sell it for, you know, a decent amount of money and and make that money back. And now somebody has a beautiful custom camper. Yeah, I think we a lot of our friends who are have been in van life for a while. That's kind of like the I don't want to say hustle, but like, you know, it's part of it for yeah. some people, at least. And, you know, you think that uh, you probably want a rig that's super reliable if you're a full timer compared to if you're a weekend warrior, because if you're a weekend warrior, then and you're only going out on trips here and there the rig is going to be just as reliable because you're not putting a beating on it every day. Mm -hmm. Where if you are using it as a full-time rig, you're going to be putting a lot more of the beating on it and more stress on the engine and transmission and the chassis and whatnot, depending on what you have in your rig. But, you know, at a certain point in time, you're like, ooh, I want longevity of another rig now. So you might get five, six years in and say, okay, you know what? I think I'm going to sell this rig because I'm a full-timer. Somebody who's part-timer will buy it because they don't have the time to build it. So they'll buy it and they'll get 10 years, 20 years out of it. But for the full timer, they're like, you know what? I need something that I could get, you know, possibly another 10 to 20 years out of and sell it halfway through its life mm -hmm. once again. So as a couple of full timers, going back to the vibe check thing, thinking back to our first van build, what would you say that the vibe was on that van build? Ooh, the vibe on that van build was definitely like, um, we're not going to do this for that long. Let's let's build this as kind of cheap as possible in the sense of like um, we want it to be super functional and like feel good and feel like a home. But like we weren't going to put, you know, the the beautiful um, custom live edge wood on the tops of of our stuff. And we were going to build it with two by fours and plywood like and that's that's it. That's all we were going for. And, um, you know, I think it was beautiful and the vibe was different because. I spent a lot of days working on that myself and then Alex would come home in the evening and, and work on it with me, you know? Um, so it was, it was a different vibe. And then like even the counter, the countertop we made, we technically made, but the galley we didn't make, mm -hmm. we had somebody else build a galley. So it was like once, cause I was like, I don't know how to build a kitchen galley. <laughs> Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What was the vibe like between you and me, though? Like, more, like, emotionally. Ooh, emotionally, I think we were very excited. Yeah. <clears throat> like, the, just the the fact that we were doing something so different was, it was so surreal in a way. You yeah. You know, and it was, it was, there was so much love and care being put into it because of the fact that it was our first time doing it. Mm-hmm. And I think because we were transitioning from like our jobs to this new thing I think that there was a lot more excitement and like very much planning what van life was going to be like and being excited about like what it was going to be like to be on the road and dreaming about like all these adventures we were gonna have yeah definitely and planning to quit our jobs and what did that look like and we were definitely you know at the beginning of our relationship so I think our communication then was very good also. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And I think that that was a true test of our relationship to see if we would even, like, we moved in together and then we started building this van. And for me, it was kind of an emotional test of, like, okay, how is this going to go? Yeah. Are we actually going to be able to live in a van together? Yeah. And everything was really good. Like, <laughs> we got along really well. well we you got- said You said was really good. Does that mean it's changed? No, it's still very good. I'm just saying that I was nervous. Yes, for sure. Me too. And we hadn't really been together that long. So to dive into this big project and to start to live together and then build this thing together and make all these decisions together and spend money together. Yeah. You know, there was a lot of big milestones in our relationship that all were accomplished during this van build. And I will say that we know a lot of couples whose relationship is just basically destroyed by that. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. I mean, it's definitely a thing that will happen and it's a make a break type of situation. And the road is the same thing. But what I was going to go back to when you were talking about the vibe of the first one, I was also thinking about the aspect of we weren't really thinking about ever selling that rig. Like That wasn't part of the plan in any way, shape or form. And then when we were on the road and we realized this is like what we want to do, We kind of built the first van in the sense of, like, we're going to keep this thing forever, you know, so. Well, also, that's kind of like counterintuitive because on one hand, we were like, we're just going to travel for one year and be done. Yeah. But But on the other hand, you were like, I'm never selling this rig and we're going to, you know, I guess if we, you know, bought a house somewhere and whatever. It would just chill in the backyard. It could have been like a camping, like weekend trips or whatever. For sure. And, And I think what changed that for us is the fact that we did love the road and we were like, you know what? We want something that we could like really deck out. And at this point, we've seen like probably a hundred or more different rigs, definitely more than a hundred. We've probably seen about 400, 500 rigs at that point, just from traveling around, meeting people on the road and doing van tours and going to meetups and all these different things. And so just seeing all the different rigs, we're like, you know what? That's a good idea. And, and we started thinking about how we can make the space better. And then we were like, well, if we're going to make this space better, we should buy a newer rig. 
Mm-hmm. So in order to get that new rig, we had to sell the other one. Yeah, we didn't have the funds to be able to get into the newer rig without selling the first one, which I think a lot of people are in that situation. Yeah, and I would even say truly selling the second rig was kind of the same situation. You know, we could rip the whole build out and start over, but then you're crashing into your capital. Once again, you're crashing into that savings that you have or the money that you're making just to put new stuff into a rig that you could probably sell for a bit more money. Well, and the reason that we would have needed to remodel was because of the baby. The baby, yeah. But but so we kind of found ourselves in a similar situation, but different because the baby, you know what I mean? Like, so the vibe there is very similar. It's just a whole, it, it didn't seem similar. Yeah, I don't know. I think there was a lot more excitement built up in the first van build. The second van build... I think we were also excited and we were we were working up this skill set that we had built the first time. I think our first van build, we were using or like learning a lot of new skills. Oh, yeah. Big time. And there was a huge learning curve on the first van build. Even just like, what do you need in a van? And what are the weird specific components that you would only need in a van? And how do those get put together? And, you know, what does it mean when your plumbing freezes because you didn't think about that before because you, you started building. You didn't insulate it properly. Yeah. Like you just, you know, you <laughs> learn so a lot. Funny. It's so funny when you do something for the first time, like you really have no idea what you're going to get yourself into until you actually like live the experience. And then once you've lived the experience in all the different seasons, then you're like, okay, I know what I did wrong and I know what I want to fix. And also by seeing all these other rigs, like you said, you say, oh, I love the way that you did this or, oh, you had a problem with that. I want to avoid that, you know. So the second van build, we did a lot to make sure that it was going to be really comfortable for a longer term experience. That was also the great thing about doing the van tours is we would do the van tours and then people would like show us like the great side of their rig. And then we'd be like, well, after like the van tour, we would say to them. Well, like, we've seen you live out of your space for a couple of days. Like, tell us the truth on what, like, really works and what really doesn't work. And they would, like, spiel out a bunch of different things. And we're like, yeah, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. And then, you know, later on down the road, we would say to people, you know, like, let us know what works and what doesn't work in your rig. Because that's where we really want to know. That's where we want the people to understand. So that way they're not just seeing the glamorous part of it. They're kind of catching all ends. So that way when they go decide to build a rig, they kind of know what they should do differently. Mm-hmm. So I think the vibe on our second van build was a lot of community. Yeah, like time. By then we had like built up some friends in the community. We'd got invited to build at Adoptive Humanities House. So we were with them. The new state nomads came and moved in. And so we were like just very immersed in van life with van lifers. Whereas the first time we had never even met another van lifer. Yeah. And I mean, even before we met up with them, we had Liz and Wes help us out too. You know, they, mm, they Oh yeah. They Black went, pineapple photography. Yeah, yeah. They used Shout to buy out. The, we just won a twenty dollar coffee from them on Instagram. Yeah, they got, thank you so much. We definitely <laughs> need that coffee, as you can tell by the cries of the baby in the back of the podcast. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like people in the community were we we just happened to live kind of right by them uh, where at the place where we were staying and and we were able to reach out to them when we needed uh help with tools once again you know it's a it was a tool issue and so sure enough they were kind and 
And we were so grateful to have the opportunity to like hang out with them, actually get to know them a bit, as well as use a simple tool to get a job done. We were cutting in a hatch and, and a fan and whatnot, and we needed different tools and they had them. And we're so grateful for people like that in the mm-hmm. community. Yeah. And I think it was, it's just very different because the first time we were very isolated, we were watching people on YouTube, but We'd never met any of these people. And not only did we not meet these people, but also at the same time, there was only so many videos of people building out rigs on the Internet. Yeah. And I feel like, too, a lot of the videos that you see people, like especially now that we've built two vans and remodeled an RV, you watch these videos sometimes and you're like, oh, I wouldn't do it like that. Yeah, and that's, but that's, and that's part of the vibe when you're doing it for the first time or, you know, you're starting to get that experience and gain that knowledge of what you would and wouldn't do. And, I, I you know, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to criticize you and say, oh, you shouldn't do that. But realistically, they've never even built their van. You know, mm-hmm. like they've, they've never, they do carpentry in a normal house. And I understand, you know, carpentry in a house is definitely different than in a van. You know, it's just... It's much different, honestly. And even just securing things is much different. You know, you're when you're in a house, you don't have something moving. When you're in a van, everything's moving. So you really have to think about, you know, how the stuff is going to shift around in the rig as well. Yeah, there's so much to think about when you're building a van. And I think that if your 30-day van build is your very first van build, you've got a mountain to climb. Yeah, like, Just in terms of the learning curve, we mentioned this earlier, but there's just so much to think about. One word of advice. If you have a refrigerator, do not put it at the floor level. Everybody does this. We did it. We did, we did it twice. Yeah. Like we didn't learn from our first time. Well, the first time we thought we fixed the problem the second time, because the first time, whenever we would hit the brakes hard, the even though we had so heavy duty latches, it would slide straight forward. And we're like, oh, well, we'll just install the slides sideways. But then every time we took a corner... The fridge came out. Yeah, yeah. So we realized, too, that you're also losing a lot of space when you put your refrigerator on sliders. That could be all be storage. So if you, like, brought it up a little bit higher and you made it, you know, a little bit more than waist level height, then you also don't have to bend over to get into it. So you're, yeah. you're, you're killing two birds with one stone, and then you can use the top of it as, you know, a countertop. So you Go know, check out our van tour because I feel like... You can see from Olive, we did an original van tour and then an updated van tour after we remodeled the kitchen. It's a thousand times. It was just so much more functional. Yeah. And like even the shower situation, like you could build yourself a shower that that, you know, goes up into the air and hangs from your ceiling rather than having that dedicated shower. And like now that our situation has changed and we're going to have a baby, I think that having that dedicated shower area is going to be really nice. But when we were on the road, we didn't necessarily need that. We showered at other places quite often, or we would shower outside, or we could shower inside when when you had colder days. I can understand if you're going to do it full time and how you'd want that shower, like the enclosed shower. But at the same time, it's not necessary. Almost everybody has like a Planet Fitness membership or something along those lines. Why do you need that space taken up with the shower? Yeah, I will say moving into our next van build, we're definitely going to have one. But like in our first van build, 
we thought we came up with like an ingenious shower solution. Well, also shout out to Mr. and Mrs. Adventure because they they kind of inspired that one. Yes, but it did not work. <laughs> Remember, I had to lift the, the basin in order to get the water to drain. I feel out? like we used that shower like four times total, <laughs> living in it for a whole year because it was just so not easy or functional so then the second time we're like oh we're geniuses we're gonna make this even better and it actually it was so much better and we used it very often yeah but again it took all this setup and takedown so the other thing you got to think about is like i mean this is just a logistical planning thing but like how much effort do you actually want to put into things on a day-to-day basis like are you the kind of person who's like cool saying it's going to take me 10 minutes to set up my shower before I get into it. And then it's going to take me like 30 minutes to take it all down afterwards and let everything dry out before I can put it away. Yeah. Or are you the kind of person who just wants to walk in, turn it on, turn it off and walk out and be done? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you have to definitely look at yourself and say, who am I? Yeah. But so that's why I think that if you are doing this 30 day van belt, having all that stuff figured out before and having all the materials ordered and everything like oh, they're waiting for you. Let and me, let me ask you this though. Yeah. Is that part of the 30 day van build? Like I don't if know. You're planning like, that process, isn't that part of it? But even just ordering stuff, like you order a nature's head toilet, it's not coming for weeks. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So you can't just say, okay, today is day one. You would spend all of day one on the computer just ordering things or I'm, at Home Depot. Ooh, that's the other thing for a van build. Yeah. You're going to spend. Like half of every other day making a trip to the hardware store. Yeah, because you didn't get the right thing or you need something else because it doesn't work with the thing that you have. Yeah. (laughs) Or you just ran out of wood or you need one more piece of wood. That particular, oh, you didn't get enough to finish that one little job. Well, and so I just wanted to say something about that nature head toilet. We now have one in RV and like realistically... I could definitely go the other route. Yeah, I mean, I like it. I'm not mad at it. You like it, but you never empty it. Yeah, but it's you nice to sit on. You never empty the pee. You never empty the poo. Sure, it's nice to sit on, but it is a pain in the arse <laughs> to do the, like, to dump the pee and to dump the, uh, it just feels so much more complicated for some reason than our original bucket that we had right but i will say probably for our next one we're gonna have to figure out a nice toilet situation (laughs) frank's like i don't want to spend a thousand dollars on a toilet i definitely do not want to waste money on a toilet like that i i feel like there's other options out there that are just as good if not better for less money yeah if you have one let us know maybe we'll put that in the the comment section of the podcast. Yeah. You can tell us what Give your us favorite your toilet is. Your poll of your favorite van life toilet. Yeah, we are all ears. So, okay, vibe on the second one was much more community-based. Yeah. I think also the other vibe that was going on there was worry and pressure for me because we had this deadline to be at a van life event. And so every day that went by was ticking towards this van life event. And so our first van build took about six months, but we were both working full-time jobs. So we would come home in the evening, maybe knock out one or two little things and then work the entire weekend. Right. But the good part of that was that, okay, we worked the whole weekend. And then on Monday it would be like, what do we need to order? What do we need to buy? What are we missing? How do we, you know, plan so that this next weekend is going to be the most efficient. The second time our only job was van building and it took 
It wasn't our only job. Our other job was to film and actually, you know, document every step of that while going live once a week, while doing a podcast, while doing all these other things. So it wasn't our only job. No, it wasn't our only job, but we didn't have like a corporate like had to show up. So literally every day we would have breakfast and then go work on the van build. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I, I do want to interject and just say, Alex, you make me feel like I'm cooler than the other side of the pillow because like you're over here freaking out <laughs> when it comes to these builds. I'm just like, whatever. Well, <laughs> like I know because like, I'm doing a lot of the like the actual building. Alex has helped me out a ton. Don't get me wrong. But I'm like, all right, this is going to take this long. and I'll take that long. All right. Whatever. Blah, blah, blah. All right, we'll be done like a day or two before we have to leave. <laughs> yeah. Alex hates that. Yeah, no. And I'm so I feel like I'm always thinking and planning. And so a lot of the stress and worry would be like I would go to bed at night and then all it would just be happening in my head like, oh, we didn't buy that yet. Oh, we have to do this. Oh, we have to call that person about this side job or oh, did we get the new I don't know, whatever plumbing pieces that we needed or like, oh, and then now we got to edit this video. And so. You know, it's just like, and we were also living in someone else's space. And I was aware that like that might not last forever. So it was like, how do we, you know, maximize this opportunity to get as much done as we can while we have a great build site, a great, like, not that they were trying to kick us out or anything, but like you're on someone else's property. Yeah. I mean, huge shout out to those guys, Matt and Amber. Thank you so much for everything you guys have done for us when it came to building out that van and even just being our friends when we were traveling on the road after that. We appreciate you guys. It was uh, it was an incredible experience. You guys just went out to like India recently and did some tuk tuk thing. It was kind of wild, but <laughs> uh, but yeah, we we really do appreciate you guys for that for what you've done for us. Like we can't thank you enough. Mm-hmm. It is truly a blessing that we had that opportunity to be at you guys' house. So thank you so much for that. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, so it was just like there was a lot going on. Yeah, there was. Behind the scenes. And then also we had some stress about money because our job is to make the YouTube videos and the podcast and blah, blah, blah. And that was all becoming harder and harder the more that time and energy that we had to spend on the build and the more money that we had to spend on the build. So on one hand, our income is going down because we're not focusing as much energy on earning our living. And then on the other hand, our spending. You're just seeing money go out so fast. So fast. And also because, so the second van build really, we started a little bit in November, but not really. We really hit the ground running January, February, March. I mean, November really all we did was put up like sound deadening. Yeah. So basically it took us four months to build out our second rig. Yeah. And so in that four-month time period, we had to buy the van. Yep. We had to buy every single component of the van build. Yep. And money was just flying out of our pockets. It is definitely a hard thing to witness um, your money just leaving and you don't really have as much coming in. And it, it, it is – that's what it's there for, honestly, you know, but it's a hard feeling to wrap your head around. Well, that's why, you know – you have a budget and you have a stack of money that you're willing to spend on this project, right? But that's the other benefit of not trying to do it in such a fast 30-day time period is that say you it takes you a year to build your van, you could do it like piece by piece and say, okay, this month I have enough money to buy the heater that I want. And this month I have enough money to buy a $1,000 toilet. And this month, you know, yeah. versus 
looking at it and being like, I have to buy all of this now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's definitely a different feeling. I will say that you always bounce back, you know, like life moves on, you get back on the road, you start making the videos or whatever it is that you're doing for a living and the money replenishes itself. It just feels crazy when you're buying all this stuff because it could get expensive quick. Yeah. And your credit card bill is just going up and up and up and up. And like we did, we made a couple of videos about like how to save money on your van build and like how to get points and how to like maximize, you know, the spending that you're doing. And that all helped us so much because like we got free flights out of it later on when we really needed them. And yeah. So and like free so hotel forth. rooms a couple of times when we needed them. And like, you know, I'm not mad. And the nice thing is that we had some money because we had just sold the van, right? The first time we were van building, we both had corporate jobs that were making okay money. So we were able to fund the build as we were building with our salaried paychecks. The second time we had a lump sum from selling the first van and then had to just kind of work off of that. Now that we're doing Sunny, it's kind of the same thing. We sold Olive, we got a lump sum of money, and now that money is draining to go into Olive. Yeah. Or yeah. I mean, into Sunny. Yeah. And and so I guess what we're trying to say is just like be prepared that when you're doing this 30-day challenge or 30-day van build or what, however long it's going to take you to do your build, you're going to have an, possibly an absorbent amount of money just like go directly into that rig and it's going to feel kind of scary. But remember, you don't have to do it this fast. But this was our challenge, and that's why it feels a little bit like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, so, you know, also, when you do these 30-day challenges, like I was talking about earlier, when you when people do these builds, you know, 30 days and they're done, a lot of them are doing 30 days of actual building. Well, actually, Where Alex and I <laughs> did, only did, like, 12. I'm thinking about this Instagram post I saw, and I got really mad, and I can't remember who posted it. It was a while ago. I think I feel like I remember this. So they posted, like, 30-day van build, day one, and they put a picture. And then day 30, and they put, like, the finished van. So I'm looking at the day one picture. All the electricals already run. All of the sound deadening is already run. All of the holes, the windows, the fans, everything's already in. I'm like, how was that day one? Well, I'm pretty sure that like we like did some research on it and we found out that all that stuff was done by somebody else. Well, no, for so day one. I'm pretty sure Correct. what happened is that these people were like, oh, well, our only job was the carpentry. <laughs> and it's like, oh, well, it's not a thirty day build. Then. So then you're you're misrepresenting because that's the carpentry is a very large part of the van build, but it's not the whole van build. And if I'm looking at your picture on day one, somebody else already spent thirty plus days doing all that other stuff. Well, let's be realistic too. I feel like the carpentry goes up pretty quickly when you get moving on it. Well, yeah, and especially like once you already have all the wires in the right place and you know where all your outlets are going and like yeah. the plumbing's already kind of, you know, slotted the, in. The aspect of like getting your floor in and your windows in and your fan in and your electrical in and all that stuff in takes forever. Like, yeah, it, it just takes a while. It's it's simple as that. When, the carpentry and it can also be as complicated or as easy as you want it to be. Correct. And so squaring in the carpentry is probably one of the easier parts if you're not trying to make it like pristine. Yeah, yeah. And and so I have to agree totally with Alex there. And and so I guess what I'm saying is, it is 
it is possible to do it in 30 days. It just depends on, you know, what you're putting into that build and how many hours are you actually working on it? Because if you're doing 12 hour days, yeah, sure. You get it done in 30. But if you're doing four hour days, six hour days, you have taking days a, in between that get weekend. pulled away from you, then you're, you could still spend 30 days and build it. But the thing is, is that you're not going to actually get mm-hmm. it done. So I feel like we made two big mistakes on our van build challenge. The first was that the days leading up to the welder, we didn't actually work every single day leading up to the welder. No. We took a couple days off. There were some rainy days. There I was some very, pregnant. very pregnant. days. There were some midwife days that we had to go There were some days where, like, by the time you get... Or friends or, like, whoever came. By the time you're done running all your errands, you're, like, exhausted and yeah. the, the day's basically gone. We had several days where... Uh, uh, we had two weekends, I think, during that 30 days, or one weekend during that 30 days where we went away to a friend's house, a cottage, because, you know, we were about to have a baby and we're like, this is probably the last time we're going to get to go to the cottage for a while. Yeah, and like actually, you know, enjoy our friends. We just moved back to Ontario. So, you know, we wanted to see the people that we kind of came back to Ontario to be with more often. On top of all that, I was playing basketball twice a week. So that kind of <laughs> takes away from it, too, as well. I yeah. was also going to the gym, too. Yeah, you working were working out. out. Quite a bit. So it was like trying to get myself back in a good physical shape. Um, and then, yeah, also dealing with some injuries, too, on top of that. So yeah. it's just like... And then just being pregnant and yeah. dealing with that. So, yeah, there was like... There were a couple of days leading up to sending it to the welder that we didn't work. Yeah, even like doing the... Sorry, doing the podcast that we were doing, we were like... Doing podcasts at like nine o'clock at night, we would put four in a single day in order to get a bunch done so we could have content for you guys. And and yeah, it it becomes really freaking difficult. Let's just say that much. It just becomes difficult. Okay, so that was our first mistake, and then our second mistake. I don't know why that I thought it was so important that we get that welding done so quick, but I had it in my head that like, oh, we could just like, I just figured it would be a quick, easy job. Like, a couple of doors, a little hatch, like... And realistically, it was a fairly quick, easy job for the guy, it seemed like. It was just a matter of it getting done. Right. So, you know, when I called him and talked to him, it sounded like, yep, no problem. This is going to get zippity-doo done. And so I figured, whatever, we'll go drop it off. We'll go take that weekend away. Let me just tell you, Alex, it zippity-doo didn't. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so then we kind of got trapped by this other person. So there was some work that we could do without the van there that we planned for. We're like, okay, we're not going to have the van for a couple of days. We had a couple projects kind of lined up that we could do without the van. So we were like thinking ahead a bit, but we did not have three weeks of projects. Yeah, and and then we turned around and we were like, you know what? Uh, We called the guy a bunch of times. I called him a bunch of times and kept getting like, oh, I'm sorry, I got pulled away by this. I got pulled away by that. Yeah, I'm getting to it tomorrow. I'll get to it tomorrow. I'll get to it tomorrow. It should be done by this day. And And then finally, He's like, all right, um, I actually have time to do this. Uh, this is three weeks in. And and he's like, yeah, I have time to do it. I'll have it done by Friday. I'm like, all right, great. And sure enough, Friday comes around, and then it winds up being, I think, like Tuesday that he was getting it finished. And he calls me, and he tells me, oh, I got it done. And I say, well, you're going to have to hold on to a few days for because my wife is now in early labor and I'm going to be wind up going to the hospital today or tomorrow. And sure enough, that night we went to the hospital. Yeah. Great timing, Mr. Wilderman. <laughs> so long story short, like, you know, 
it could have got our challenge. I think could have got done because we weren't doing a whole van build. We were doing a renovation that we were making the space more usable, more friendly, more open, more livable, more fun to mm-hmm. to be to have a space like that. I feel like like just be able to like cooked together and whatnot in that space would have been great. Um, and we're gonna get there. It's gonna get done. We have now. We have a few months. Uh, but the van definitely looks a lot better than what it did, you know, previous to the 30-day challenge. All right. So back to the beginning question. Do you think that a 30-day van build is actually possible? I'm thinking in my head about a YouTube channel, a different one, that was also doing a 30-day van build. And then I went and looked at his content. And it took him like six months to get his 30-day van build videos out. So I'm wondering, did he actually build it in 30 days or did it build out over that time? Anyways, not throwing any shade. The other thing I'm thinking about... Crux and Beta were just here. Yeah. Sean and Jess, amazing people. If you're looking for help with your van build. They're definitely the people to do it. He's so, so precise. Yeah, they're so good. They work great together, too. And, and you're going to get a beautiful product. And, and so what they do is they travel around the country. They live in their van full time. And if you want to hire them for help on your DIY van build, they will come to you and they will help you with your project. Yeah. And so they came to us to see the baby and to hang out because we're friends and it was great. But they also helped us with a project on the build. And so... When we were hanging out, you guys were having a conversation about how fast they think they could build a van from scratch. Yes. What was their answer? I think they said 30 days. But 30 days of actual building. Of actual building. Yeah, that's not waiting for product. That's not waiting. Like 30 days of straight up flat out building every day, 10 to 12 hour days, they could get it done. And they also force themselves to take weekends yeah be even when they're working on client builds and stuff they take a day off Mm -hmm. when they you know if it's going to be a two-week job they make sure to take a day or two off because it is exhausting on your body yeah and it's not it's not something that you could continuously do for a long period of time so if you were going to be like a van builder itself you would have to do it like a normal nine to five job yeah just for, like, your sanity and your body and, like... Yeah, it beats the shit out of you. Yeah. Like, just just from doing that front part, like, Sean was like, oh, my God, my neck is killing me. I have a headache. Just from, like, being bent over and, like, You're contorted into weird ways. places. Yeah, I mean, and, and, like, even for me, when I do construction work, my back starts to hurt because I have a back problem, but... I don't let it stop me, but it definitely slows me down if I don't take breaks. Yeah, for sure. So Sean and Jess, Crux and Beta, experienced van builders. They know what they're doing. They know all the different things that go into a van build. They're very smart about how they put it together. They have the skills and tools and experience. And for them, it would still take 30 days. And for even those like big corporations that do it, they're two months they do their bills in about two to three months, and they have teams of people inside these rigs building them out. Yeah. So what does that tell teams. you? Teams. Yeah. So you by yourself, if you're doing like a like a minivan build, and you just want some like crates and some a bed, and like you can do a super simple, really nice, comfortable, gonna work. Maybe not all seasons, but like definitely spring, summer, fall. Um. You could do it in 30 days or less. You could literally just throw a bag in the back of a vehicle and go. Let's just say we're not going to fully rule it out that it can't be done because depending on what that build is and how simple it is or how difficult it is, it's going to change whether or not you can make that 30 days happen. Yeah. 
A thousand percent. I think there's just so many different factors involved in a van build that it is possible if, and then there's like 20 different ifs. Yeah, there's so many different ifs. Like Everything has to go perfect is all I'm going to say in order for you to get it done in 30 days. That's that's kind of my thought on it. And and if you could do that, kudos to you. I'm super proud of you. I just, Alex and I cannot do that. Or are we just really bad at this, Frank? I don't think we're really bad at it. <laughs> I think that we always have some type of thing that gets in the way because it's not the only thing we're doing. So if we had, if it was like literally the only thing, that we had to do and we'd have to go on meetings and we didn't have, you know, X, Y, Z for businesses and so many other different factors, a newborn baby. Now we could do it. <coughs> Sorry. But yeah, I think the, the challenge is, is life gets in the way. Yeah. 30 days is like, if you think about 30 days, your last 30 days, so much happens in 30 days. It sounds like not a lot of time. And you're like, oh, 30 days. That's going to be so quick. That's literally, that's a whole month of your life. There, I don't think that I have ever done anything for 30 days straight all day. Every Like even when I had a, like a regular corporate job, you get your weekends. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, yeah. You, and there's a time constraint. Like with van building, I feel like you could literally get up first thing in the morning Work until you literally can't move your body anymore. Crash. And then you wake up and do it all over again. It's probably crash and cry a bit. <laughs> That's probably what it is. I don't know if I've ever cried from a van build. Uh, I think we might have. I think we've cried when it's been done. Yeah, and like you're happy and you're on the road and like. Yeah. Yeah. I've definitely cried when I've like smashed my finger in something, but not like, not like, like, not like baby crying, but more like, like a tear drops from my eye, like a, (laughs) you know, like one of those movie characters. (laughs) But yeah, I, I, I guess what we're trying to say is we think that it is definitely possible in certain times, but for the most part, it's definitely not. So what do you guys think? Let us know in the comments. If you're loving this podcast, drop a five-star review. Let us know what you think about it. But also on Spotify, there's all these different ways to interact with the podcast. So you can leave a question, leave a comment, um, and let us know, do you think a 30-day van build is possible? Have you ever done one? Do you know anybody that's done one? We want to hear from you. And yeah, we're excited to finish our 30-day van build around 90 days and just want to give you guys a heads up we are fna van life all across the board whether you're checking us out on instagram tiktok youtube go check us out go see the content we've made we think that it's a lot of fun and we think that you'll enjoy it a lot you can leave us comment there too as well we really appreciate it and we hope you have an fna day hey everybody knows it's true Van life YouTube channel, what they do. Everybody's got to get money. Everybody's about to get money. Make sure you subscribe to their YouTube channel, FNA Van Life. All that.